Welcome to another episode of Paul Thon Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Malcolm Loro, and he's the Director of uh, Industry Marketing at uh, Siena. And we're going to talk a little bit about the smart grid, because as you all know, it's a really huge thing with a lot of moving parts, and it really depends upon your perspective. And we may talk about the hardware and the software and the infrastructure, but it's really important to look at the various aspects. And uh, well, I'll let Malcolm explain it. So hi, Malcolm. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Alex. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm really glad because the more perspectives we have on this very complex issue, the better we'll all be able to design for it and make decisions for it at every level. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the role Sienna plays in the energy market? Sure. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so Sienna, we're a, um, we're a network uh, specialist. You know, we've been around for about 20 years providing network equipment. You know, that's software and hardware. We've been providing that to service providers, to enterprises, governments um, worldwide. And in the uh, energy space, uh, we're really involved these days in, in looking at modernization um, of uh, utilities communication networks. And we, we see kind of the advanced communications as one of the key enablers of really making possible this profound you know, transformation that all of us are seeing in the utility business right now. You know, you can call it many things, and Smart Grid, I guess, is a good name to uh, umbrella for the whole thing. Yeah, as good and, as any, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, we can talk a little bit more about what, is, what does that actually mean, smart grid. But, you know, what we see is that when you take an advanced communication system, you couple this with centralized um, management, some good business intelligence, it really creates this environment for the utility where they can um, improve their operational structure, they can bring on new applications and, and develop these new things. And um, really uh, develop a, uh, an infrastructure that's uh, 21st century, you know, that can enable real-time monitoring and control of that energy delivery system. So we're, that's where we're focused. We're focused on that modernization of the um, communications network. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and that makes all the sense in the world, Malcolm, because um, I know the yeah, smart grid, unfortunately, is uh, the euphemism we're stuck with. I'd, I'd rather have it called something like the intelligent grid or something more uh, that explains it's not just a case of feeling pain. You have to also react to the stimuli. It's more than just having all the sensors out there. It's having the infrastructure to collect and collate and then the intelligence to interpret and carry it out, right? Yeah. Yeah, and well, when I think about a smart grid, I think, what are you trying to do? Well, you're trying to connect participants together, and those participants, of course, are the people, but they're also, you know, all the new sensors and meters and things that are being put out there. So then you also want to, you want to sense and respond and be able to, you know, automate what goes on in the grid. And you also want to be able to analyze the information that you're getting back and now be able to optimize um, operations with it. So really, you know, if you think about all of those things, they're all um, examples of kind of a modernization of um, a grid that was built, um, you know, quite a long time ago to kind of a new, um, you know, sensing and and sort of self-healing automated uh, entity. And and that's where we're trying to go. And again, sort of the, the, the network itself really provides a foundation, that communication foundation for a lot of these things to be possible. Mm-hmm. Well, in, another thing that you alluded to, Malcolm, is the whole aspect of it could be the best solution on the planet, but if it is not a commercially viable one, no one will use it. I mean, it's got to also be a business-related solution. It can't just simply be a technical solution. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I like to think about the whole uh, transformation that utilities are going through as, as much more, 
you know, than just the network. We're, we're trying to be an enabler, but ultimately, you know, these are these are businesses, and they, and as you know, critical infrastructure, um, they have some very special needs. And so, if you look at the pressures, you know, that are in utilities today, they have um, evolving regulations and, and policy. Um, there is a big push around uh, green energy, right? All this introduction mm-hmm. of uh, renewable generation and distributed resources. Well, how do they how do they manage that on their old infrastructure? And customers exactly, that throws a whole other layer. I'm, I apologize, Malcolm, but I say yeah. you're right. That throws an entire layer of management because those loads are unstable. Those loads are variable. Those, I mean, not loads. Those sources are unstable. Those sources are variable. You can't just simply let that stuff go into the grid unmanaged. Yeah, exactly. And you know, think about you know how was the the grid originally built? Well, there was a um, a giant, you know, generation station at one end and the customers at the other and, and energy flowed one way. Well, now if you're taking energy on and off at multiple points along the grid, well, how do you manage, you know, how do you manage that? It's quite a challenge. And, you know, the customers themselves are becoming more proactive and in term, you know, determining what do they want in, in terms of their control and management. Um, and at the same time, the utilities are, are looking at all these new technologies out there and uh, things that they can do around, you know, advanced metering and that. So they have all these challenges. And in the end, you know, their their job is to provide safe, clean, you know, secure uh, delivery of energy and do it in a cost-effective way. So ultimately, it's a business problem they're trying to solve while balancing all these pressures that they that they face. Exactly, exactly, because... Um it's always nice to save the world, but no one will do it if it's uh, not cost-effective, which is ironic, but it's true. You know, um, well, Al- Alex Lito said it famously in the past about semiconductor technologies. The industry will accept any advance you give them as long as it doesn't cost anything. <laughs> yeah, or another way to say it in this regard is um, we, we want you to deliver higher quality, more reliable power at, with better efficiency, but keep those rates low. Exactly. So then they have to turn to people like Sienna to give them the wherewithal to be able to implement the management methodologies that will enable them to have the cost savings, yada, yada, partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I guess to the point we should almost have like an abbreviation for that whole statement and then just like that's you just throw that word out and then everybody knows, ah, that's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, for for us, when we're working with utilities, what we understand is that they're trying to they're trying to navigate this very complex um, situation, you know, this evolution or transformation that they're in, and they they want to you know implement over time a number of programs. Uh, we can call them smart grid programs. And as I said, we we look at it as let's start by modernizing that communications network, enabling real time monitoring, real time control. And so what we're really doing is taking that aging infrastructure and trying to help them automate, you know, transmission distribution, deliver increased reliability, improve that power quality, enable things like faster service restoration capabilities. And we do this through really bringing new technology to um, fundamentally, you know, to start the, their core network, their, their backbone network. And once that network now is built out to be robust and kind of, able to support all these multi-services, then they are in a much better position to start layering on the programs that, as they build that out. And, you know, we just announced a, a new customer's Salt River project in Arizona, and they're a great mm-hmm. example of that because um, we went in and we're working with them and we're really starting at that core, but very clearly, you know, they have a vision to, to build out to this, 
this smart grid capability. Right, right, right. Now, um, obviously, it's not something where you can just plug a widget in the wall and it all works. There's installation, there's analysis, there's advice, there's engineering that goes in. What kind of support processes do you offer your customers to help them integrate your solution into their systems? Yeah, exactly. There's and and it really all starts with understanding right up front. Okay, what is the uh, the business challenge you have? What are the goals and objectives? Right, and um, so we really engage up front with a very consultative uh, approach to look at um, um, what the ultimate objectives are, the, the business goals, call them. And then we'll do something like a, a network assessment. Let's look at where you are now to where you need to get to. And um, we have technologies, obviously, that play very well here, and I, I can talk a little bit about that as well. But then ultimately, as we go through you know, the design, um, we can bring in um, you know, other people to do things like um, the services and the support uh, to help them kind of work through this process. And, of course, as well, we'll work with a number of partners in the industry, people that are very schooled and experienced in the industry, um, to help as, um, you know, as part of our partner ecosystem in this space. So clearly it's a sort of an evolutionary thing that starts day one with an engagement, you know, between our companies to understand, well, what are the objectives you're trying to reach? Right, right, right. So um, what are some, so then let's take a little bit of a step kind of sideways then. So all said and done, if you in a nutshell had to say uh, why they should go with Sienna over, because there are a lot of companies offering similar, but because it's, it's so new, some are offering software-only plays, some are offering hardware-only plays, they'll provide you the sensors, some are trying to do sensors and some software. How much of that infrastructure can you fill in with your, with your solutions? Right. Well, we are, you know, we're not going to be building the sensors, um, we're not going to be building the meters, but we are really uh, the company that can help um, utilities connect that up. So it's really the, uh, the connectivity. And, and what we sell is a, um, a set of platforms that are packet optical. And what packet optical really means is it's bringing together um, two key elements. It's a, an integration of optical um, networking, and this is based on dense wave division multiplexing, or DWDM. So that's at the, um, the very lowest level in, in the OSI stack, as it's called. And then we're layering on that packet capabilities. So that's carrier Ethernet, um, you know, tied to optical. And so what this really does is it provides a nice blend of having um, a lot of the kind of um, very low latency, um, very reliable, very resilient kind of optical technology, but then introducing with it packet capabilities that give you, you know, scale and flexibility and allow for the evolution now in the rest of the, the network to move towards like IP, um, IP and Ethernet kind of sensors and controls. So again, it's a foundation and it's built on these robust technologies and it's a convergence of those. So allowing those technologies, you know, to come together. And of course, all the management that's associated with that as well. Right, right, right. Thereby putting that intelligence into the system. Exactly. So, so Malcolm, what I, what I always do is give my guests the opportunity to have the last word. I talk enough as it is. Um, what final thoughts would you like to leave our audience with before we close out the episode? The floor is yours. Okay. Um, well, yeah, thanks for that. Um, 
you know, I, I, I'll step back again and, and say, let's look at the big picture of, of what's happening here, because I think that's really the, uh, the thing that's interesting, the, the goal that we're all trying to achieve. And, you know, as we look at the piece where Sienna really contributes, that modernization of the communications network, um, it's really providing this foundation for both the utilities and consumers now to have this unprecedented control, you know, over their energy use uh, to improve the power grid operations, you know, and ultimately it's, it's going to be a piece of the puzzle to reducing those costs um, to consumers. So I think right now, you know, we're on a journey where these um, previously passive energy consumers are going to be transformed really into these active energy consumers, you know, customers. They're going to have new tools to manage energy use, control costs, and what's going to enable all this is the grid behind it. It's going to be capable of adapting in real time to those changing demands and, and none of that's going to happen until we get that network right, and that's, that's the piece that we're focusing on. <laughs> well, this is also true, and I'm really glad you were able to come to the show today and give us those perspectives, Malcolm, because, uh, well, as I said earlier on, it's a huge system with an insane number of moving parts. It's the biggest, most complex thing that our community and society has ever built, and the grid's going to have to keep going forward, and I'm really glad uh, – you know, you and your team are out there helping to move the ball forward. So thanks for being on the show. Okay, appreciate it. Thanks, Alex. Oh, and before I get off, URL, what's your website? It is uh, com. That's C-I-E-N-A.com. Excellent. So, again, thank you so much, and I'm really glad you came on the show today. We've got to bring you back sometime downstream. That's great. Thank you. Pleasure is mine. And I'd like to also thank everyone out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.